Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, hour number two on a funky flashback Friday, Super Bowl edition. And, you know, every Friday, football season, Rob, we bring back our man, Lamar Mitchell, MGM Grand, director of race and sports. He'll join us at the bottom of this hour. Uh, And first, before we get into some Super Bowl talk, we got to mention this big trade last night, yesterday in the NBA, James Harden to Philadelphia, Ben Simmons yep. to Brooklyn Huge tonight. Trade. Yes, tonight in Philadelphia, they, they hosted the Thunder. They're hosting the Thunder. And they did a video montage of James Harden before the game. He's going to wear a new number, jersey number one, because Will Chamberlain's 13 is, I, I presume, retired in Philadelphia. He led them to a championship. And uh, Ben Simmons is going to wear number 10. He wore 25 in Philly. You know what? It's apropos that James Harden would wear number one. Plus, the 76ers announced that they're no longer going to throw confetti. Did you hear this? After they win games, now they're going to throw up money. (laughs) That's James Harden. That's a I'm I'm good with that. That's what I'm, I'm good with that. This is <laughs> yeah. Get that out of your pockets, Chris. <laughs> hey, don't be in my pockets, man. Don't be grabbing my pockets. <laughs> I should have known. When Rob told me he had a he had a special, he told me he had a special something skit he wanted to do for hard. I should have known that's what. Well, look at this, man. Do you make it rain at the club? Where do you think I got these from? You making it rain. Wow. There you go. Make all sure right. make sure you get all your ones. I'll, I'll help pick some up for you. I'll make sure you get yeah, every, watch your every single what one. You got here. Look, Chris got my money in his pocket. <laughs> hey, man. All you, that money you, you got, you making leave my it rain, singles. brother. All Let right. me get, I'm just getting it for you. That's all. All right. You happy with yourself? <laughs> yes, I am. My very goodness. much so. All right. It is the I couple, Chris and Rob. If you see the video, we'll have the video on social media. Yeah, You'll he, get to he's see making it. it rain, you know. Um, okay, Rob, let's get to this. Matthew Stafford, you know him well. You covered him in Detroit. Uh, is there is anyone in this Super Bowl under more pressure than Matthew Stafford? I don't think so, Chris, only from this standpoint. And we brought this up before. They already went to the Super Bowl, and I know it's not the exact same team, but the Rams have been to the Super Bowl. And they went out and they mortgaged the future for him. They said the one thing they needed was a quarterback who could make all the throws. Yep. So it's all set up. And I think there was a story, right, in the Athletic, Rob G today. And they, they kind of brought up Rob G. Just jump on for a second. Knock that money off the button there. <laughs> it's money. It, There's money $1 everywhere. Bills all over the I place. I feel like my name is Chastity. There's money everywhere. No, but yeah, Rob. In the Athletic, uh, Mike Sano has been on the show plenty of times. A friend of the show, 
he interviewed four different anonymous coordinators um, that had either faced one or both teams this season. And the consensus, you can read the whole thing, it's a great article on The Athletic, but if you read through it, the consensus seems to be the Rams should win this game. Uh, on paper, they on should paper, win it. That, that not only do they have more talent, they're just a horrible matchup on paper for Cincinnati with the way that they can get after the passer. Jalen Ramsey can mirror uh, Jamar Chase if they have to. You know, um, the, the Bengals' defense is okay. It's not great. And with all those weapons in, in, uh, with the Rams, they should be able to score pretty much at will. But it all says the Rams should win. However... If they don't, it'll be because Matthew Stafford blew the game for them. Everyone to a man says the Rams are the better team. The Rams are the better team. But we can almost count on Matthew Stafford making at least one horrible pass. And if he doesn't keep mind his P's and Q's, Joe Burrow is the kind of quarterback who's going to take advantage of those things and win at the end. I think that that's a fair analysis. Not that they're saying they're saying the Rams should win. But this is about Stafford more than anybody. And I know Aaron Donald wants to win a Super Bowl, Chris, and he's a great defensive player and all that and what it will do to his legacy. But you could be a great defensive player. If he turns the ball over close, you know, on the, on the other side, on the wrong side of the field, and the right. defense is in, a, is in a bad spot, Joe Burrow could take advantage of it and have a couple oh, yeah. of easy scores, and that turns the game around. No, you look, you don't want to let this team hang around. And, again, I, I think it's going to be a good game. I think the Rams win a, a fairly close game. I think I – You don't see a blowout. No, no. But but it seems like a lot of people see either blowout for the Rams – Or Bengals win. Or Bengals win. Like, they don't think – they think if it's close, they've got more faith in Burrow. But, look, Rob, that's the result of 12 years of futility. Right. I mean, you you you're not getting the benefit of the doubt no. if you're Matthews. No, no matter what you've done this regular season, you will not get the benefit of until the doubt you seal, until you do it. Until you seal the deal, absolutely. And 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 Chris, I if he doesn't say he just has a bad pick or there's something right. turns the game around and they lose, I just wonder what the. I think a lot of people will second guess themselves and be like, you know, I thought he, I thought this guy was that guy. And, and the Detroit, uh, Matt Stafford showed up in the biggest moment. You know, he never wanted Georgia. You know, they'll start to go back and relive all right. these other moments where, you know, he didn't do. Because this guy was the number one overall pick. Right. So he right. was that good even though he didn't win the Heisman, even though he didn't win a national championship. Right. He was still that good that they made him the first overall pick. I don't think he – I don't think he's going to, like, lose the game for them. Now, he may not have a prolific game. I actually I think he's going to have a very good game. I think Cooper Cup is going to do his thing. I think OBJ is going to be a factor. I think Stafford's going to have nice numbers. But if he doesn't, I don't see him, like, throwing that big pick that loses the game. I know that's been somewhat, well, some it, of he, his history. He did it with the 49ers. you remember that game? Uh, in they, the championship him? game? No, no, no. Oh. In, in, the, in, the, in the last game of the, of the of regular season, the 49ers oh, need yeah, to make yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, th- he threw the pick that lost the game right. after the 49ers. So I'm just saying, like, we've seen him do that. Right, right, right. But I, I, I don't see him losing this game for them. But I see, if anything, I see he just doesn't play well. He's missing, he's off on his throws. He doesn't put up big numbers. And that'll be enough. Because elsewhere, they should 
be solid. They should get a pass rush on Joe Burrow. Jalen Ramsey should wreak havoc defensively because here's the deal. You can either put Ramsey on Jamar Chase and have him travel with him, or you could put Ramsey on T. Higgins and then double Jamar Chase with two other guys. And so you should be able to cover the Bengals yeah, receivers yeah. fairly well. I, 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 on paper, you're right. I, I right. get it. But but if they have a short field, because no, that's my point. Right, I'm right, saying right, like right. It, I mean right. I'm if just you saying just, Stafford just not having a good game, well, even if he doesn't throw a ton of picks. Right. Just not having, not moving the ball, not being accurate. I got you. That could cost them, uh, because everywhere else they should be fine, and people will look at Stafford. Oh, he only threw for 212 yards, right. no touchdowns, and one pick even though it may not have been to change the game. Right, right, right. He's got it. The pressure's on him. And we talked about it, too. Like, this is a guy who has big numbers. We said that coming into does, the year, Chris. Right. He could begin, begin what could end as a Hall of Fame career. And, and, but, I don't think this one game will do it. No. He needs four or five more years of high-level play. But and, this would be the first step. That's for darn sure. And we've talked to a lot of people, even guys who are in the Hall of Fame, who are like, no, this doesn't oh, – yeah. uh, there's a lot He's of guys who – He's only made, I think, one Pro Bowl. Right. Yeah, and so. I think it was an, uh, it was an alternate. alternate. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't even and, – and that's – he's played 13 years in the league. I mean, that's a long time no, no. not to, not I mean, to be Mac, a Pro Bowl. Mac Jones has already made a Pro Bowl. Right. Like, I mean, so, yeah. And, and here's the other thing about Stafford's numbers, because he's top 12. The 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 one the numbers that really impressed me the most are he's seventh in game winning drives. That's big. That 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 belays the narrative, and I, the narrative is accurate. But you you're like wow. I mean that's a clutch narrative. But the only but the only problem that I have with that is coming into this year he was nine and sixty three. No, right. That's the that's so the flip side to he had that many game winning drives. Obviously they're not against great teams. There you go. But that, still no, they, I, they I get it. a great team. But they you see what I'm yeah. right, but you see what I'm saying. Like right. that that's the that's the part that, that doesn't work in his favor. Right. Not that you gotta be Chris uh over five hundred, but if but right. if you Most play around five hundred against the best right. teams, you play around five hundred and you beat up the bad teams. That's he what, didn't even close. Right. It was like nine, nine and sixty three. Yeah, yeah. It was horrible. So um but he – the numbers, I'll just say this, because a lot of the young guys, all they look at are numbers. It's all a different the, league, all though. All the quarterbacks from today, or if you look at it, they're all recent for the most part. The guys that are in the top 10, top 15 yardage-wise are recent, fairly recent. And so that's because they throw the ball a lot more. They don't get hit like they used to, whether receiver or quarterback. So you got to remember that and keep that in mind. But, look, I, I believe that Stafford will deliver. I think they'll win this Super Bowl. But I, I, I definitely think I, – I do a bud list every week on the show. Bruce R is under the rest list. Like the guys who the most pressure is on. And my five for this game, five was Joe Burrow. Because, you know, everybody thinks he's playing with house money. Yeah, but there's no guarantee you get back. Dan Marino never got back after he went. It, it ain't automatic. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers hasn't, hasn't been, been back, back. Right. right. So he's got a cowboy. Tom Brady went 10 years in between. I'm just right. saying, like, Between winning, winning them. But yep. winning. Yep. Like, that's how hard it is to win. Right. Um, four, I had Aaron Donald. Uh, three, I had Sean Mc, Not Sean McVay. Uh, yeah, Sean McVay. There's a, a little on him, too, oh, Chris. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, he's. 
Say, going to two Super Bowls in five years right. is great. But 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 this is the only reason I'm saying you're right. But the last time he came in, they had a high-powered offense. Undressed. We got undressed. They were averaging 35 points a game. He scored three points right, in the right. Super Bowl. If right. this, if somehow they lose and they lose 21 to nine, and that's all the offense they can mount, oh, yeah. don't you think they'll be like, wait, he got out coached again? No, there'll be pressure. I mean, he we're not pressure. You're losing your job. Right. Oh, he's on the hot seat. No. But his, he'll be getting criticized. Right. He will highly criticize. The way, the way that we talk about uh, Shanahan and the way he closes out big games, right? He's got three now. And there was a feeling before, you know, the, AF, the NFC Championship game that Shanahan owned it. And now this is another one of your protégés who worked on yep. your staff who, who could beat you with lesser players. Number two, I had the Bengals offensive line. And number one, Stafford. I mean, the most no pressure's doubt. on him. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's The Odd Couple. Chris and Rob, we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. We are at the L.A. Convention Center on Radio Row. That's right. Hit it. Yeah. You know who's coming up when you hear the funky music. He runs Las Vegas, and what a time to run it. I'm sure this is a huge week in Vegas, and so it's a huge time for him to shine. The MGM Grand Director of Race and Sports. How long is this intro going to be? Our All right. <laughs> My goodness. Lamar Mitchell. What's up, brother? What's Notice up, who was hating, Lamar. No, Lamar. I, lo- I was trying to give love. I love Rob's La- hating. I love Lamar, but you're eating into a segment because the intro's <laughs> five minutes. Hey, he ain't I complaining. It, Chris. Yeah, uh, he I loves it. it. <laughs> Man. <laughs> All right, look. Since Rob is rushing us, I'm let's, not let's rushing. get right to it, I'm Lamar. Not, hey, Lamar, I'm not rushing. All right, look. When All we right. spoke, We spoke last week. You mentioned how the point had already moved the point in the Rams' direction. Yes, All right. Sir. Have you seen the line fluctuate much this week as we get closer to kickoff? Actually, it has. Uh, we went uh, to four and a half, like I said, last week and went back down to four because uh, they took Bengal money and then uh, went back to four and a half, and now we're back at four. So right now we're getting good two-way action. So a lot of those six-figure bets are coming in on the Bengals, and we're getting some money buyback on the Rams as well. So, okay. so right now the Rams are uh, going off a four-point favorites, but I read earlier today that 57% of the money so far is on the Bengals to cover. Is that money coming from the pros or the Joes? Uh, right now it's, it's a lot of whales that are putting that money in. We expect mm-hmm. the Joes to come in later, you know, on the weekend, fr- right. late Friday night, Saturday. That's when the Joes do most of their betting. Well, they uh, got to cash we- their check first on Friday. <laughs> 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 I guess so, but yeah. They, <laughs> yeah they, it they'll, real. <laughs> <laughs> they're, exactly. They'll get in, you know, late tonight, tomorrow, and the Joe money will come in. And it'll be, you know, smaller money, but a lot of Joe money because, you know, this is the most heavily bet game of the year, of course. All right, Lamar, I got to ask you this. The total on the game opened up at 49.5, 49.5. It's been bet down to 48.5, and a half, 
But I read today that 64% of the handle is on the over. Can you explain how that works out? It just seems almost counterintuitive. Well, it, it, it is because most of the tickets are coming in on the over. But for us, we're getting good two-way action on the under and the over. So if I look at our books right now or the game, we're only about a ham sandwich away from more bets on the under than the t- on the over. Wow. So it, it just, it's just a matter of all the tickets that are coming in on the over compared to the money that's coming in on the under. That makes sense. Okay. Earlier this week, some guy named Mattress Mac, I think he's from Houston, <laughs> dropped a $5 million bet on the Bengals. He is from Houston. Right, from yeah. Houston, because yeah. he did it with the Astros. Remember that? Company, yeah. Correct. store. Yep. Right. right. All right. What's the biggest bet you've uh, had come through the window at MGM Grand uh, so far? And how much do you expect uh, to come through your window overall? Like, are we talking about $10 million that's coming your way or not that much? No, not that much. The biggest bet, and we were just talking about this on Twitter yesterday, the biggest bet I've seen come through is about $1.5 million, and the customer called me about an hour before the, the game, and he said, how much can I bet? And I said, well, how much do you have? And he said, I got about $1.4, maybe $1.5. And, and I said, well, bring it. And he said, I'm driving down the strip. I'm leaving one of the other properties that won't give me the bet. And he said, just make sure security is out front to walk me in. And he walked in with a bag full of hundreds and that amount of money. It took wow. us about an hour to count it. I mean, he got here, like, literally, it took us about an hour to count all that money by hand. But the only problem is, if I were to make that bet, it would be in single, so it would take you, like, 10 hours to count it. <laughs> yeah, we did, Two we days. did trouble there. <laughs> All right, Lamar, when you see a guy do, do something like that, but just drop a six- or seven-figure bet, do you find yourself second-guessing the line that you put up there? Absolutely not. Not at all, because, you know, uh, the whole thing with this game and with any of these games, it's all opinion. And, uh, you know, his opinion might – his wallet might be bigger than my wallet, but that's just his opinion. And, you mm. know, we try to base these numbers off of what, what we feel is the best number and the best two-way number that we're going to get from the public. So, so okay. it, it never makes sense or never makes us blink an eye when somebody is going to come in with that type of money, whether it's the t- guy you're talking about from Houston or whether it's the guy that's just going to come up and call – uh, 30 minutes before the game or half an hour before the game, 40 minutes and say I got $1.5 million. Not at so, all. So nobody, wow. they can't bring in a cashier's check. They have to bring in a physical cash? Yes, cash wow. or casino chip only. Wow. I think, okay, that makes sense. Okay. Yes. Uh, I was reading something earlier today about prop bets, and it says the most popular final score prop bet at, uh, bet at uh, MGM with uh, over 34% of the handle was the Bengals 34 and the Rams 31. Is there uh, anything we can take away from that? That's what people think the score is going to be. Well, you know, a lot of people, when it comes That's to this over, game, they, right? they always yeah. bet the, uh, the dog. They always bet the dog in this situation. So I know that's a very popular score, uh, but, you know, you think it's going to be a close game. So most people, when they bet the dog and they think it's going to be a close game, it's going to be a field goal game uh, or less. So that's why that's a popular score. All right, speaking of prop bets, Lamar, is there one that betters gravitate to more than others at the window? Like, I, I got to imagine the Gatorade bet is real popular. You know, the most, the most popular bet is the safety 
and the overtime bet. Those are the most popular bets uh, by far, the most popular bets. And every, if it ever happens, uh, you know, when we do have a safety, we just get crushed on those bets because people think, oh, there's right. going to be safety. They bet it every year. And then overtime, we've, we've had one overtime in this game for 55 games, and we got crushed, but everybody bets. Hey, it's the last game of the season. Let's make sure it's a great game. It's going to be a close game. Oh, let's bet overtime. So those are the two that we really get crushed on. Do you with, get many bets on like the halftime show, or you take you know things like that? No, Songs, we don't. We don't artists, we, anything? <laughs> yeah, we don't take many bets on halftime. Like coin toss, uh, you know, which is strictly just by luck of the coin falling. But we'll take a lot of bets on those, but nothing on the halftime. Okay. I was going to say. Um, the, the prop bet with the safety. You remember with Peyton Manning? Right. Some guy bet five hundred and won twenty five thousand on that one. You remember that, Lamar? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the, the we had a guest that uh, he bet. I can't remember how much he bet, but he won a substantial amount, and he wound up donating. I think it was like sixty or seventy thousand to charity on his bet because you know it's it's one of those things that never ever really hits, and he just hit it. And I remember it was on social media that he uh, donated to charity, but I can't remember the, the player, but I do and, remember that incident. And, and, and it's not true that you have a uh, over-under on at three for uh, Matt Stafford pick sixes. That's not true, is it? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> That's not true. But one of the most popular bets is uh, Cup over in receiving yards. They bet the, the players have bet that up from 102.5 up to 107.5. So that's a really popular one. All right, Lamar, I got to ask you. I'm going to go to the NBA. Um, first of all, Brooklyn is still favored. We saw the trade last night, James Harden for Ben Simmons. How is Brooklyn still favored to win the championship? Uh, that's just liability. That's all it is. Uh, we have the liability on everybody betting Brooklyn early in the year. Uh, the fact that, you know, Durant's going to come back. Uh, and, you know, we don't know what kind of circumstances we're going to get with Simmons. But, you know, uh, Irving, uh, if he plays and he plays well, we don't know what's going to happen with his uh, status of playing home games in the future. Which could change in New York, right? It could. Right, it could change. And that's basically based upon, you know, Harden and, and Kyrie and, and Durant playing together and everybody betting them. You know, last year was the same way when they got all three. Everybody was betting them, just people coming out of the woodworks, just betting two, three, four, five thousand dollars on them. And so that's carried over to this year, even with the situation with Kyrie. And that's why they're still the favorite. Okay. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's our man, Lamar Mitchell, the MGM Grand Director of Race and Sports. Have a great weekend. Yes. Man. Enjoy it, my man. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you. You know that. Mm -hmm. Appreciate you guys, too, and thanks for having me all year. You guys have a great uh, game out there. Enjoy it, and uh, stay cool out there because I heard yep. it's real hot. Man, it, it is, is hot, hot, man. We'll see you soon, too. All right. Take care, fellas. All, all right. right. Yeah, more I couple coming your way. We're going to talk big three as we go back to the NBA, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game, we're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. It is the I Couple, Rapper's Delight in the house. DJ Alex Teichert on the ones and the twos on a funky flashback Friday. Alex, get on the mic. Um, Rob, I'm going to say I think he's playing Rapper's Delight on Funky Flashback Friday. I think this is the most significant pop song in American history. I don't disagree. I told you before, the first time I ever heard it, I was – in my room on my box, yep. listen to Boom Box. Right, boom box. And I, I had never heard anything like it, Chris. Yeah. And, I, I, and I called to my sister, Robin, my youngest sister. And I'm like, Robin, <laughs> get in here. Are you li- what you, is this? What is, and, and, and we both stopped, Chris, and we're looking at the boom box on the dresser. Like, I, I I was the same right? way. I was mesmerized. One of my friends had the song. I had never heard it. I was going to visit a friend in Cincinnati. And you were like. And he was playing. I said, what is that? He said, that's that's hippity hop, the new jam. Is that <laughs> he, what he said, that's it? the new jam. That's hippity hop. And I was like, what? And we just listened all day. I went back to Indianapolis where we live. I made my father or asked my father. Right, take he me. took me to the record store. I got to buy it. Right. Oh, man. And just listen to it over and over. I still to this day know the whole wow. song, you know. But I say not because of the way it mesmerized us, and to be honest, probably just about everybody else that heard it, but because of look at what it spawned. It's and I know they weren't the first rappers. There was obviously hip hop was going on in New York underground before that. But 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 hip hop has become the most popular form of music, which is incredible, music right? In America, and it all started. With that one song, and that's why I say it's the most significant song in pop history in America. Um, let's go here because we thought that the big three, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving, would be a significant big three that they make their mark on history. Now, obviously, they have as individuals, but they didn't as a trio. And, Rob, what do you think about it? I mean, this it was a failure. Um, yeah, what are your I, thoughts about I, it? I don't look at it that way because of the injuries. I just They never really – they played 16 games together. Right. That, that's not enough for me to say that it failed. It, just, it, it just, failed. It never got well, – I, I, mean, I agree with but you. But it never got off the ground is what I'm saying. I, like, I like, agree with if you. They it didn't lost fail because they weren't good right, enough. Right, right. But it failed. Like it, yeah. it definitely failed, but it wasn't because they weren't good enough. You're right. They never got a chance. 16, 16 games? 16 games is mind-boggling. It's In mind-boggling. two years? It's mind-boggling. It's unbelievable. It was obviously all three of them at some point in time were injured. You can't blame any of them for that. Obviously, the pandemic, who knew a pandemic was coming and Kyrie doesn't get vaccinated, so – there's like that. all these different things that you would have because you couldn't write a script. No, with no. all the stuff. James Harden in Game One against Milwaukee, thirty seconds into the game. No, Kevin, and, right? And, I mean, and I think I believe wholeheartedly. Had they been healthy, they beat Milwaukee. I, I don't. I don't doubt it. I at think all. they beat Milwaukee. You. Like they're. I mean, heck, they almost beat them with Durant and a banged up, you know, uh, compromised Harden. Right. 
They almost. They lost in overtime, yeah. right? So I, I do think they would have won. So who you – my favorite now in the East is Milwaukee. Who who you like now I'm in the East? I'm staying with Brooklyn. Really? Yep. I'm staying with is Brooklyn. Is that just trying to be true to your pick or no, how? No, I just I, – With I Ben Simmons? Well, it's more about uh, the idea of where Durant and those guys, if they're healthy. If they're healthy and – Remember, they, Kyrie's only playing road well, games. Well, we don't know that yet. I mean, I mean, but but for now, right. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, I don't know. And Ben Simmons, uh, I don't know where his head is, right? Right, but he does fit. This isn't uh, a West on paper. It's right. great. This isn't a Westbrook thing where, where where I look at it and go, he doesn't fit anyway. No way, right. no how. That's the difference. Where where I was against the Westbrook from day one, not thinking it would work. This, and I don't know where his head is, and is this going to rejuvenate him right. and make him? But he could change his whole narrative and name by playing. Can you Like, like what's in front of him is incredible. But I don't know where he is, Chris. Yeah. I, don't. I mean, I, I, think, I think he'll start playing after the All-Star break, some point after the All-Star break. But I, I, I don't think they're – like I said, I feel good about Milwaukee at this point. Um, I think long-term it's a good move for Brooklyn because at some point I think Ben's head's going to get straight. I'm not ready to say that's going to be right away this year, uh, not to mention what kind of physical shape is he in. Um, he'll get there physically, of course. But And then just Kyrie, if they change the mandate, I think you know Kyrie playing home games obviously helps them. But if he doesn't, now, because at home games, now you only got one big-time score. You know, Durant, and that's it. Um, Seth Curry is a very good role player, but if he's got to be your second score, you're in trouble. And um, so I, I, I think in the short term, I like it with Philly better. Because Philly, like, Philly's definitively better than they were two days ago. And they're definitively better than they were two months ago. I don't know. We can't say that about the Nets. Um, but, yeah, I, I still like Milwaukee in the East. I think Miami's tough. They're well coached. They play hard. Um, I'll give Philly. I, I think Harden's got to win it within the next two years just because of his age. Right, right, like, right. This that's, year or next year. And I don't think they're going to win it. I don't think he's going to win a championship. And that's going to be – people going to look back at these last couple of years, Chris, and – what he what he did and where he went from, where he was one of the best players in the league at this peak, right? To 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 flopping off of a couple teams when things weren't going right, and yeah. then he goes to Philly and and maybe it doesn't work out, or maybe he's on a team with with Embiid who can't stay healthy or whatever it is, and then people are gonna look and go, James Harden had a chance, and he had several chances. If, if Brooklyn wins a championship, Chris. It'll look even worse for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, I don't think they'll win it either. But I'm just um, saying. Yeah, but. Okay, it is the Odd Couple. Chris and Rob wrapping up a funky flashback Friday. We got one hour left. You know what to do. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, or Sirius XM Channel 83, however you may be listening. 